episode of We Making It. Continuous shout outs to Mike Brun and Kahu Verma. That is at Mike underscore Brun and at what is a Kuhu on Instagram. Be sure to follow them. Many, many, many thanks for that awesome intro track. We all love it. Uh, if you want to be a part of the conversation, be sure to email me at katiesmiles.nyc. That's Katie because that's my name. Smiles because my smile is cute in NYC because that's where we add at gmail.com. I hope that you listened to the episode with Adrian. It was a blast. Oh, let's get right into it. So I don't have a special guest today. I am going to do a little remix um, and I'll explain in just a second. But before I get into that, uh, what am I reading? I am still working my way through Homie Don't Play That. I think the author is David Peisner, Peisner. But if you haven't listened to previous episodes, the book is about how the show In Living Color takes its rise to fame. Uh, I am on the part where they are talking about the third season. Um, it's such an interesting book because it really gives you an in-depth glance at a project that was maybe underfunded um and definitely maybe underrated it was like the underdog and how it rose to fame and then it goes really into detail about what happens when things become popular and how they become a bit more censored um in terms of creativity like I said I think it's a great awesome book if you don't have it you should get it I am also and have been reading in the company of women I don't know if it's by Grace Bonnie or she is the curator of sorts, but it is an awesome like coffee table book because it's really, really pretty. But in it, there are 100 women, uh, different abilities, uh, different identifying women um, and different ethnicities, different religions uh, and definitely different occupations. But all of these women who are super inspiring that own a business of some sort and she asks uh, a series of questions. Each one kind of varies a little bit, but most of the questions are all the same. Uh, It's super inspirational. This week I've been trying to avoid looking at my phone until absolutely possible. And instead of looking at my phone, I'll just like use the alarm clock that we just got and then I'll um, just read the book. And so that has been just super inspiring because you get to just look at women from a from a variety of perspectives uh and see how you identify with them and also how you don't uh and you almost get to just see you know if you were if um not if you were but like you are an inspiring woman kind of where you fall uh in the spectrum it's a really really awesome book so if you haven't got to get it also side note if you want to know where I get my books I uh get them from Greenlight Bookstore right there in Prospect Lefferts off of Flatbush. There's another green light store right there in Fort Greene, close to BAM and Mark Morris. So if you're around and you're in the area and you need a new book, green light's great. I also sometimes get books from Barnes & Noble. I know, not local, but I do try to support my local green light just because I know that's important. So without further ado, I was supposed to have a special guest, but as we all know, schedules change and things change and so it's just me today but I really wanted to come on and talk about um, something that's been coming up but for me and I know some other great dancer friends of mine it's um, like what is your capacity like what do you have the capacity to hold what do you have the capacity to withstand um, 
also like how do you increase your capacity um I think this came up this conversation came up for me as I was continuing to do the podcast uh for those of you who don't already know I love 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 talking (laughs) if you can't already tell I love talking and I love talking to people and I love stories I love story I love a good um triumph and tragedy tragedy and tragedy triumph and triumph depending on your perspective I love that uh, but when I decided to do the podcast um with each episode I just felt like I was beaming like oh my I would go home and I would tell him like oh my gosh babe this is the best episode and then the next episode would come in oh my gosh babe it's the best episode uh and I'd actually felt this way about my web series if you don't remember uh, I have a web series called what's that step if you want to check it out just type in Katie Henderson what's that step into the YouTube search bar and it'll come up and so I say all that to say uh yeah I was getting to a place with each episode I'm like I'm beaming whereas as a performer um I maybe hadn't been feeling that way I had done some really really cool dance performances with some really interesting people um but I I felt such a satisfaction for what I did with the podcast and it just got me to thinking long term um you know what is sustainable and I think it got me to thinking about what is my capacity to support the hustle that comes with being a dancer and is that something I want and I think in in thinking about that there's a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot of questions and a lot of just uh, despair because I, you know, I went to school for dance. I really mainly only talk to dancers. Um, you know, I don't really talk to a lot of podcasters, though. I do listen to a lot of podcasts. My my friends and my peers aren't podcasters. Uh, and side note, um, I'm also singing more, too. And so, you know, as I I guess as I get to know myself and I find that the hustle of being a dancer isn't what I thought it would be. And also it's just not very, it's just not very sustainable for me. Uh, whereas like podcasting and singing might be, uh, it just got me to really thinking about what is my capacity and, um, am I listening to the natural joy that I feel or am I hoping that joy will come from something because it once came from it before and I know these are a lot of layered questions, and I don't feel like I have a definitive answer. Um, but to keep the episode short this week, I just want to encourage everybody to think about what is your capacity? What can you hold um, both mentally safely, mentally safely, but also physically safely? Um, things change, and with life and things changing so will our goals and so will our capacities to hold things when I was 16 and when I was 19 and when I was 20 I did some really crazy things in terms of jobs um and I could live off of four hours of sleep though I was really tired um and I could just uh, my capacity to be exhausted and work well was high whereas now um Maybe I can still work well and work beyond my limits, but I'm just more interested in working well and working within my capacity and also just listening. Like if I am beaming from a certain thing or if I'm really, really disappointed or um, uninspired, 
uh, listening to that rather than fighting that. Um, I think we all want to save face and uphold something in front of our peers. And I think the best, I mean, and I could be wrong. I'm still figuring it out. But where I am right now is, um, I think Jay Bowie said it best, you know, I belong to me, uh, per, um, via my Angelou, I belong to me before anyone else. And rather than, um, saving face as a way to look a certain way in front of someone else I want to maybe save face for myself and in that I then need to acknowledge what is my capacity so let me know your thoughts your comments your concerns um email me at katie smiles.nyc that's katie because it's my name smiles because yes my smile is very cute dot nyc because that's where we at I'll catch you in the next one bye guys (laughs) 